And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. Take God's Word and open to Zechariah chapter 4. I'll read two simple verses before I start my sermon this morning. Zechariah chapter 4, we'll read verses 6 and 7. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Can you say, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 7 reads, Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace. Can you say favor? Favor, grace means favor. Unmerited favor, grace, grace unto it. Now let me give some context to this particular verse, these two verses. This particular verse came, was given by an angel to prophet Zechariah. There are two important individuals here, Zechariah and Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, who was the leader, he was tasked with the, he was given the task of building a temple for the Lord. And he grew somewhat discouraged. How many of you know sometimes we get discouraged? Amen. We look around, brothers and sisters. Sometimes the resources are not available. Sometimes the help is not available. Sometimes our expectations fall short. And a little bit of discouragement can creep in. If that's you this morning, if you're looking this morning, I got a word from the Lord for you. Not by might, Not by power. But by my spirit. Whatever the project is you've undertaken for the Lord. You know, life sometimes can be a project. Well, I heard somebody said that. I'm just repeat. I said sometimes. I didn't say it, it is. I said sometimes it feels like it's a project. And sometimes you need the help of the Lord. You need to be energized with might in your inner man by the spirit of God. That's where Zerubbabel was. And so this verse was given to him by an angel, Zechariah the prophet, Given to him in a vision for Zerubbabel who grew somewhat discouraged. And God wanted to encourage his men. How many of you know that sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, God knows we need encouragement. He, we need, and that's why he gave me this sermon for us this morning. Brothers and sisters, have you realized, did you realize we have five more months left before the year comes to an end? Five more months. What happened to the first seven? And so sometimes we have plans. We have things to do. Desires. They never come to pass. And sometimes we grow somewhat discouraged. Look for the last five months of this year. God sent me to tell you. It's not by might. It's not by power. But by his spirit. This is what it means. You've got help. Don't ignore God's help. Don't ignore the power of the Spirit of God. You can go 
further with God in one day than by yourself in a year. And so he sent me to tell you, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, save the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? Yes. Now, who is Zerubbabel? Who is Zerubbabel? Zerubbabel means, listen, listen, he means born out of Babylon or offspring of Babylon. Zerubbabel is an Israelite, but he was not born in Israel. He was born in Babylon. You see, the Babylonian had enslaved the Israelites, captured them, and took them to Babylon. And Zerubbabel was born in Babylon. He had a different perspective than his parents. Mm -hmm. And so he was also, let me tell you, he was also a descendant of David. So he had a different perspective from the Jews who were captured, brought to Jerusalem. You see, the Jews who were captured could not leave their past behind. <laughs> you see, sometimes you've been through so much. Sometimes life has given you such a beating that you cannot leave your past behind. And so God needed somebody with a fresh perspective to build a temple for him. Ah, glory be to God. You see, sometimes, brothers and sisters, that's why it's important to know what thus saith the Lord about you and not your past. Yeah, sometimes you got to tell your past, amen. You got to tell your past, I know who I am in Christ. Yeah, yeah, thank you for reminding me, but that's not who I am, that's who I used to be. And I'm not going to allow you to continue to enslave me to intercept my progress. No, it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Tell your past, I've got help. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. So the man had a different perspective. He led the first group of exile from Babylon back to Jerusalem. And here he is. The Lord is looking for somebody to build a temple. Somebody who has a fresh perspective. Somebody who can leave a past their past. Mm? And so he began the temple. But shortly thereafter, construction on the temple ceased. The people had given up. And bringing the temple project to a close. And so the Lord spoke to his servant Zechariah. Zechariah was the prophet. Zerubbabel is the leader. Zechariah. Listen to what Zechariah means. We said Zerubbabel means offspring of Babylon. Mm -hmm. Zechariah means Yahweh has remembered. <laughs> let me tell you. Yahweh has what? Remember, let, let me, let, since the thing about the stories, the Hebrew stories, you have to go back and look at the meaning of the names to see what God is doing behind the scenes. Uh, glory be to God. Are you getting what? You have to go past what you just read. You see, these people were in captivity for a long time. And God finally remembered them. But they cannot forget their past. God finally remem remembered his promise. And he's bringing his promise to pass. But they are held captive in the past. And so God raised Zechariah and he said, Man of God, I got a message for my servant. Here is a vision. Amen? Because we all need encouragement. And so here is the vision God gave Zechariah. He said, uh, Zechariah was asleep. And... Uh, a dream of vision. He saw something. 
And what he saw was a gold lampstand, which was similar to the one used in the tabernacle in Solomon's temple. We got an exhibit. Let me show you what he saw. He saw a gold lampstand. The lampstand had a bowl. If you know anything about lampstands, they do not have bowls of oil above them. Lampstands are kept by the priest. But that particular lampstand, I think I got an exhibit somewhere. Amen. This is the lampstand he saw. Now, typically lampstands don't have a bowl above them. Amen. With pipes running to the lights. Can you go to the next exhibit? Let me show you what a lampstand looked like. A real lamp, an ordinary lampstand. This is what an ordinary lampstand looked like. And it's trimmed and oiled by the priest. But not the one. Zachariah saw. Can you go back to the first one? Zachariah saw a lampstand that's been supplied with oil by a bowl held up in the air. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm going? So, so this bowl, this bowl here is full of oil and it's providing the oil to these, to the lights without human help now how many of you know that oil is a symbol of the holy ghost <laughs> symbol so god was telling zachariah it is not by my tell my leader zerubbabel it is not by your might it is not by your power the temple is going to be complete it is by my spirit <laughs> and he said thus saith the Lord of hosts not just the Lord but the Lord of hosts host means the Lord of armies I got armies at your disposal I got help coming your way God sent me to tell you this morning you've got help coming your way whatever your challenge is whatever your issue is Whatever project you've undertaken, the Lord sent me to encourage you this morning. Not by might, not by power, but by my what? Spirit, save the Lord of hosts. God said, I got armies, I have legions coming your way. All you have to do is call on me. You see, unfortunately, many of us, we've forgotten that. And we've taken, we've taken life in our own strength. No wonder sometimes we fall apart like a $2 suitcase. Amen. Because the pressures of life can. Break you down. And issues. Are you with me? Challenges. Thrown at you by the devil. Mistakes you made. Let, let, me, let me say it another way. Mistakes we made. Because we all make mistakes. Sometimes thinking about them can be overwhelming. But God sent me to tell you, there is help. It's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, save the Lord of hosts. Oh, glory be to Jesus. He said, it's not by might. What is might? It's not by your own strength. Mm -hmm. It's not by your own associations. What is power? Power is not your own resources. It's not your own money. Because what happened was the resources ran out. And Zerubbabel is looking around. People are discouraged. Resources run out. He has no persons in high places. 
I'm talking about the temple project. The future of the temple project. Completion looked bleak. I know people who've been through so many challenges in life. They just park on the roadside. Just, they got out, of the, got out of the game and just parked. Nothing's happening. They won't even turn on their lights. They blinker. <laughs> because it's been so rough. So challenging. And you are the one God sent me to this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Challenges of this life. Don't take this life on your own. There is help. There is help. Paul prayed a prayer for the, for the saints in Ephesus. In Ephesians chapter 3. Can you go to verse 15? Let me show you the prayer Paul prayed quickly. And that's my prayer for you this morning. That God will strengthen you with might. In the inner man. By your spirit. The word strengthen here means. is a Greek word. Energeo. It means to energize amen and that's what god does that's what god does he comes and he energizes so he told zerubbabel the workers are going to be energized by me spirit-led spirit-filled workers amen what seems to be heavy is going to be light amen i think it's ephesians chapter 3 he said verse 15 or 14 one of them praise the lord this is the prayer uh 16 16 he said that he said i pray that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by what his spirit in your inner man that might is from inside not from without because that's where God is that's why you need the help I in God's spirit I think is uh first Corinthians 6 17 says he who's joined to the Lord is one spirit he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Your spirit, energized by the Holy Spirit, can get the job done. And so God tells Zerubbabel, don't you worry. Amen. About what you see. Here is a word from God. The God of hosts. The God who has all the supplies you need. Mm, the God who has you covered. It's not by might. It's not by power. Not by your own associations. Not by having friends in high places. Not by knowing the bankers. Well, I, I'm trying to say something here. It's not by from knowing the bankers. I will give you favor with human beings. I will touch the hearts of men and women. So my project can come to completion. I remembered when we were trying to buy this church. This building, thank you so much. One problem after the other from the city of Tallahassee. I was running over here, running down there, running over here, running down there. And God brought this scripture first to me. He said, it's not by my, it's not by power, but it's by whom? We got approved by the bank. We needed to put down 20%. Uh-huh. And I'm looking for 20%. Amen. In my own flesh. In my own way. Running over there. Running down there. Got a call from the city. The place has been appraised for 290,000. The bank did their own appraisal. 500,000. You're not hearing me. <laughs> 
I'm trying to show you, not by my, the bank, the city did the appraisal, 290. The bank did the appraisal, 500,000. Sounds to me like we got 200,000 somewhere. Sounds to me like we got some equity somewhere we can get into to get that 20%. Tell somebody it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. <laughs> oh, glory be to Jesus. The Lord of whom? The Lord of hosts. Moses knew something about that. Moses told the Lord, I am not going to the promised land until your presence come with me. He said, if the Holy Ghost is not coming with me in the promised land, forget the promised land. That's what he said. He said, I'm not going to the promised land without your presence. If your presence doesn't come with me, then I will have no peace in the promised land. <laughs> Look, Moses was saying, I'm not going to use my own strength. I'm not going to advance myself because if I advance myself, I have to use my resources to keep myself who I am. But if you brought me there, you have to keep me there. So many of us are trying to advance ourselves within our own strength. And then when we do get there, we have to spend all the time staying there. You see, that's what made Moses different from other leaders. His dependence on God. The man lean hard on God. We got a promise from God. Hebrews 13.5 I will never leave you. Not forsake you. Do you really believe that? God said I will never leave you. Not forsake you. My presence is always with you. So it's not by might. Sometimes since you got to lean on God. Sometimes you got to call on that strength. God I can make it. This week I kept saying father I need you to energize me from within. I don't have the strength but I need your power. That's inside of me. Oh yes, I need some of that power to flow through me. Abraham had a nephew called Lot. You remember Lot? Lot got Abraham into a lot of trouble a lot of times. <laughs> you, you remember? They finally parted. <laughs> Lot went to live in the city. Abraham stayed in the plains in the country. He was a country boy like myself. It doesn't take, doesn't take a lot to get us excited. Amen. A piece of bread, a glass of water. We were okay. <laughs> but Lot, high maintenance. Can you say high maintenance? Yeah. Went to live in the city. Well, he didn't realize the city he went to live in was Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, there was a war going on between. There was a five king coalition and a four king coalition at war. The king of Sodom and Gomorrah was part of the four king coalition. They lost to the five king coalition. Are you with me? And guess who they captured? Lot. Who got Abraham into a lot of trouble. Like I told you. A lot of times. But Abraham. Knowing about the presence of God. Did not hesitate to come up against five kings. You're talking about five kings with five armies. Let's suppose each army has at least a legion. 6,000 soldiers. So 5 by 30 is what? At least. Sorry, thank you. 
Five by six. 30,000. So you're looking at a man who knows God. Uh-huh. Who he has, the Bible said, he has 318 trained men from his village. Look, saints, 318 trained men coming up against 30,000 warriors. It's got to be not by might. Not by power. But by the spirit of God. You have to get the victory. It cannot be in your own strength. And so the Bible said Abraham got his men together. And he separated his men at night. Amen. At night. And the Bible said Abraham men somewhere somehow. The Holy Spirit. The, can you say the Holy Spirit? The presence of God came over Abraham and his 318 men. Since let me share with you this right here. When the presence of God comes over you, you move in a way that's invincible. <laughs> you do things and you say things that looks crazy to the ordinary eye. But it's because the presence of God. Are you getting me? The Bible says, you got to... Where is that taken from? I think I know where it's taken from. I think it's from Genesis chapter. Lord, we thank you. <laughs> Can you go to Genesis chapter 14, I think. Is it Genesis chapter 14? Since you got to see the story. How Abraham mounted up his men. Oh, glory be to I'm almost done. I promise I'm almost done. I said I wouldn't keep you long. I skipped a lot of things here. You got it? Genesis chapter 14, yes. Can you go to verse, four, verse 14? Yeah. Genesis 14, verse 14. So you see right here, they're at war. And when Abraham heard that his brother, the word brother in Hebrew is nephew. That's how they refer to one another back then. Just everybody's family. You know, we, we, we say nephew and cousin. These folks, they forget about it. He's my brother. <laughs> I, I, I love Bible folks. Amen. They make things simple. Was taken captive. He armed his trained servants. Born in his house. In his own house. 300 and how much? 18 and pursued them unto Dan. Pursued a five coalition king. An army. 30 minimum. 30,000 men. 318. I'm trying to show you about. I'm trying to show you what the scripture means. Not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit said the Lord. God in one night. One night. God sent one angel and that angel took out 185,000 Assyrians. One night, one angel. God said, I got legions. Because it's not by my. And we need to understand, we live in a world where what's real to us is what we can see. No, no. People who see for real are those who know who they, who's they belong to. People who know they're in agreement with God. Yes. Anybody here in agreement with God? Yeah. Yeah. And so the Bible said, can you go to verse 15? Verse 15. Look what, look what happened. He pursued them and he, did, and he divided himself against them. He and his servants, that's Abraham, by night and smote what he did. How do 13, 318 men smote at least 30,000? How does that happen? The, let me share with you what the Bible, let me share this with you. The Bible said, when there was a time when the Israelites, the seven brothers, they had one, sorry, the, the, um, the 12 brothers, they had one sister called Tamar. And Tamar was raped by one of Abimelech's child, son. 
And the Bible says the seven brothers came together and killed all the men while they were asleep. Mm-hmm. And Jacob said, you have brought shame to me. And he said, you're, you're allowing my hair to get gray overnight. Now, he said, now everybody's going to try to kill us. Because we are now in a foreign land. And the Bible said, God placed a fear on the nations surrounding Israel. So that nobody touched them. Not by might. Not by power. But by the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> oh, somebody needs to know that. Doesn't matter what's going on in your body. It doesn't matter what's going on in your body. Let me say it again. It doesn't matter what's going on in your body. It's not by might. Thank God for the doctors. Hallelujah. Amen wasn't that great. So I'll move on. I'll, I'll move on. That's okay. I'll move on. <laughs> and he divided himself against them. He and his servants by night. And smote them. And pursued them unto Hoba. Wherever that is. I do not know. But he pursued them anyhow. Which is. Uh, can you move to verse 16? Verse 16. And he brought back all the goods. Oh, hold on. All the goods and also brought back his brother Lot. How many of you would leave Lot behind? I would. <laughs> enough is enough. You hear me? You need to learn your lesson. <laughs> and notice what he brought back. All the goods. He brought back Lot and all his goods. And the women also and the people. Can I say something here quickly? You mind if I say something here? Hear me quickly. These Persians, the five coalition king, they captured human beings and their families and enslaved them. And Abraham, are you with? God moved on Abraham's heart to free people. Can I say something right here? Anytime there is a, anytime, God help me say it, God, how, how you give it to me? A war, the only time a war is justified, I saw in the Bible, was when people are captured and taken to slavery. Anytime people are captured and taken to slavery, a war is justified by God. And I'm moving right along here. I'm moving right along. Moving, are you with me? Because God is against that. Amen. Okay. And his goods and notice he brought everybody back home. He didn't just bring back Lord. How is that possible? Let's move. Let's go further down. Verse 17. We are not told how it's possible as yet, but we'll be told shortly. Verse 17 reads, uh-huh. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him. And he and he returned from the slaughter. Uh, wherever. <laughs> and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shaveh, which is the king's dale. Verse 18, I want to get to verse 20. Verse, let's go to verse 19, 18 quickly. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Mosai. Melchizedek lived in the same area. He was king of Salem. Salem is a short for Jerusalem. So Jerusalem has been around a long time, but they call it Salem. And so he was the king there, and Abraham fought a war for him that he would not fight. So he came out with bread and wine, thanking God for Abraham. Amen. And notice what happened. Can you go to verse 19? Verse 19. And he blessed Abraham and said, Bless me, Abraham, 
of the most high God, possessor of whom? God is whom? Possessor of heaven. He's El Elyon, possessor of heaven and earth. It doesn't, matter, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what the atheist tell you, tells you God is possessor of heaven and earth. One day every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. God is possessor of heaven and earth. And we'll see that in the end. Don't you worry with these books. I, was, I went to the barber shop and a guy is trying to tell me about, you know, what was the first book? Before the Bible. There were books before the Bible. I said, it doesn't matter what book there was before the Bible. There are claims the Bible made. No other book has made. Let me say that again. It doesn't matter what book that was there before the Bible. There are claims the Bible made. No other books can make. And I opened the Bible. I tell him, let's go. By the time I was on number two, he left. Verse 20, verse 20, verse 20. And blessed be the most thy God, who, who, most, which do what? Which have delivered thine enemies into whom? So how did Abraham win? God delivered five kings and their armies. Wow. Who did it? God did it. 380 men. 380 men took over at least 30,000 men. And God used Melchizedek to tell us how. Which have delivered your hands into. What it means is God has handed over five kings and their armies into your hands. Only God can do that. Because it's not by might. Not by power. But by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's not by might, saints. It's not by power. But by my spirit. And somebody here needs to know that. Somebody looking, you need to know. You need to bring God in. In this life. You got five more months left of the year. And you cannot risk living these five more months. In your own. On your own. Stop doing things on your own. You need to bring God in. Because if you continue, you'll get a, a hernia. In your own strength, you'll get a hernia. You need the help of God. And God sent me here to tell you, he has remembered you. That is what Zechariah means. God hath remembered. God ha you need to tell yourself, God hath remembered me. Look, there are some promises God made to you since. Don't you give it up. Don't you forget about it. Amen. God sent me to tell you that he has remembered you. Bring him in as a partner for the last five months of this year and see what he'll do for you. See what he'll do for you. That which is hard will become easy. God has a way of moving on the hearts of men and women on behalf of his people. God has a way of doing that. He reserved the right to do that as God. And the Bible says Melchizedek was so grateful. So grateful for Abraham fighting his war. He brought bread and wine. Now Abraham was so thankful for what God did. He gave Melchizedek a tenth of everything he brought. He got. So th you see what grateful people do? Grateful is not just saying I'm grateful. Let me say that again. <laughs> Some people say I'm grateful. 
and just walk away. Some people say I'm grateful. And they show it. You know everything has action. Let me say everything has what? Action. You cannot just say I love you, I love you, I love you and you do nothing about it. Your wife will tell your spouse who will keep saying does he or does she really love me? I see nothing moving. No gift nowhere. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, I went to the store. <laughs> you know, I always tell my wife I love her. So I was at the store. You know, that's, you know she's my wife. I just thought I would say that, everybody. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I was I was at Publix and I just thought, you know, I, I would thought I would get her just something nice. And just to let her laugh. So I got well, I got a little bag of Cheetos. <laughs> a little bag. I brought it for her well wrapped up in a paper. And she, you know, she Yes, I got a gift. She opened it, a little bag of Cheetos. <laughs> but hear me. Hear me. She was so thankful. <laughs> And she understood the humor. <laughs> I hate the boring house. We got to laugh. We got to, <laughs> we got to do something. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Laughter is like medicine. <laughs> so uh, so she, she didn't eat it. She did not eat it. Next morning, she pulled it out and she said, I, get my, I got my Cheetos. I'm going to work with my Cheetos. That's my snack. <laughs> <laughs> oh God oh, God is so good amen <laughs> but I just want to stop by sins and share this with you that the Lord sent me to tell you whatever project that you have whatever task you have it's not by might it's not by power but by my spirit save the Lord can you give the Lord a hand of thank you hallelujah <laughs> praise the Lord hallelujah Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to share this with you quickly, but I bring it to a close. Do you remember when God brought Moses on the temple mount and showed him how the tabernacle should be built? And overnight, Moses needed a construction engineer. Who's going to build the temple? Nobody here went to school. And overnight, overnight, God downloaded by his spirit into a man how to build the temple. God told Moses in, Ex in Exodus chapter 31 verse 3, he said, I have filled Bezaliel with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of temple building. I have what? Overnight. Why do you got to go to school for, for four years? Overnight, God gave it to a man. Not by might. Not by power. But by what? Can you go to Exodus chapter 31 verse 3 and I'll bring it to a close. Exodus 31 3. You need to see this right here. Because Moses needed help to build the temple and overnight, God moved. Hallelujah. This is it right there. He told Moses, don't you worry. I got something in place for you. I have filled 
Let's back up to verse 2. So you can see who. Hallelujah. See I have called by name. Bezaliel the son of Uri. The son of her of the tribe of Judah. Verse 3. And I have filled him. With the spirit of God. In what? Wisdom. And in. And in. And in all manner of workmanship. Overnight. <laughs> got somebody to tell you he can do the same for you you're looking today you can, he can do the same for you it's not by might it's not by power but by my spirit save the Lord please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the Word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.